0: All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Monday, September 11th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. I'm doing it live. I'm Clayton.
1: Yeah, I'm Pat. Uh, Clayton, let's never forget that this was the weekend that is the Warner Brothers horror slot after Labor Day. So never forget that because that is the weekend we're going to be covering so, uh, uh, you know, we got the nun and we got to talk this nun and we got to talk this big fat Greek threequel. So I think let's get into it. And, uh, in remembrance of Warner brothers, horror slot, let's do a plow for the weekend of Friday, September 8th.
0: Number one, the nun two made $32.6 million in its first weekend. Number two, The Equalizer 3 made $12.1 million, down 65%. No theater change. It is at $61.8 million in its second weekend. Number three, another newbie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3, made $10 million in its first frame. Number four, Jawon made $6.1 million in only 813 theaters Its total gross is $7.5 million in its first week. Number five, Barbie made $5.9 million, down 42%. It lost 305 theaters. It's at $620.5 million in its eighth weekend. Number six, Blue Beetle made $3.7 million, down 47%. It lost 53 theaters. I'm sorry, 530 theaters. Mm. is at $63.7 million in its fourth weekend. Number seven, Gran Turismo, based on a true story, made $3.3 million, down 49%. It hemorrhaged 1,091 theaters. It is at $35.6 million in its third weekend. Number eight, Oppenheimer made $3 million, down 48%. It lost 452 theaters. It's at $315.1 million in its eighth weekend. Number nine, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Madness, $2.6 million, down 44%. It lost 455 theaters. It is at $111.3 million in its sixth frame. And number 10, Bottoms, made $2 million, down 33%. It added 550 theaters. It's at $7.6 million in its third week of release. That is the top 10.
1: So Clayton, thank you for that plow. That was an excellent plow. Uh, We'll never forget that plow. So yeah, looking at this top 10, we're going to get into, of course, the two newbies. But looking at some of the holdover stuff, I mean... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. You did pause on that one because I think you were you slightly surprised to see that this movie is now at $111 million domestic. I mean, it's a success that has a little bit gone under the radar. We haven't really talked about it much since the first week and obviously it's been out for a while, but Mm -hmm. I think good on these turtles and good on Seth Rogen and the creative team that have Gotten this franchise back on track, I would say, though it's never ever fully off track. The Turtles,
0: uh, Out of the Shadows did poorly, it did
1: 82 million domestic total. You're right, so that was an underperformer. I mean, looking at the history, I've got the franchise up start you know, the movie franchise starting in 1990. This is now the number three biggest domestic earner of the franchise. The biggest is the first Michael Bay. Ninja Turtles movie in 2014. The second biggest all time is the original movie, the Corey Feldman 1990 Ninja Turtles. Uh But now sitting at number three domestic is this Seth Rogen 2023 Ninja Turtles at 111 million domestic. And that's where it's going to end up. It's not going to get to the 135 million domestic that the 1990 movie got to. But I would say about as successful as they could have hoped for. I don't think they oh. they thought this movie would get to the, you know, the Michael Bay movie in 2014 got to 191 million. That was never on the table for this movie, but
0: this is a success. This is absolutely a successful reboot reimagining of this IP. Yeah. It's setting up for another movie which will happen. Yes. And yes. this thing could get a best animation Oscar nom, nom, nom.
1: It it definitely could. I mean, right now it feels like Spideyverse, Spidey cartoon is the front runner. Yeah, to, it's a slam I mean, dunk to
0: win probably. But just to be nominated, I think that's a that'll be good for this movie. Yes.
1: Yeah. If this movie gets in there and Super Mario Brothers just on box office alone should get an Oscar nom, nom, nom for best animated film. Um, but yeah, Ninja Turtles is a is a full on success. I mean, at this point, Blue Beetle, Gran Turismo were full on disasters. Oh, Turismo million.
0: especially, because when I looked yeah. at that 35, I was like, oh my, it's only made 35 in three yeah. weekends. That yeah, it's that's bad. it's a yeah, it's a terrible disaster.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, that 35 million domestic. There's a world in which you would have thought at some point, like when they greenlit that movie, I think they were hoping to get to 30 million opening weekend, you know, 30 something million opening weekend. That's what you want out of a movie you've spent that much. And, you know, this is supposed to be the age. This is the dawn of video games overtaking comic book movies as the pop culture phenomenon, the movie phenomenon. Obviously, this is the beginning stages of it. But Gran Turismo, the movie, should have been able to ride that initial wave to a much bigger box office run. This $35 is is disgusting, let's just say it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was pleasantly surprised by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and I was, as you said, disgusted by Gran Turismo because I thought, I don't know what I thought. I thought maybe it'd be at 40 at this point, but yeah, this thing was a disaster. Nothing much to
1: talk about with it. No. All right. So I want to throw something out here that we didn't, we didn't talk about this on our preview episode. Our last episode was of course, with Brett of the new flesh, our chief horror correspondent, great man, hashtag horror lifestyle. We talked about the Nun too. We talked about Mike back Greek wedding three and our predictions, but we never said the name. Of what ended up being the number four movie. The box office this weekend. Which is called Jawan. Jawan. And this And honestly. It's a huge failing on our part. That we didn't. Because we got an email earlier that day. Mm-hmm. From wannabe o boy Marcus. Who in the past has been incredible. At tipping us off about. Anime films. Foreign films. He He's the guy who lets us know. Hey here's a box office story that's coming your way that might not be on your radar. And he did send us that the day of our preview show. And we just, uh, it, you know, we, in the, in the words of Robert De Niro, we blew it. We blew it. There's not enough. Nap- they, they, they don't give you enough napkins in this place. Yeah. And he did tip us off. So I'll just say, uh, that day he said, writing it to mention there's a foreign film. That could be an interesting story at the uh, box office this weekend. That's Jawan, and he did predict this movie. He said, "I'm going to go 8.6 million for the three-day opening." So that was Marcus's prediction. We did not end up using that information in our in our prediction, but this didn't get to the 8.6 he threw out there, but it made 6.1. So I mean, honestly, he nailed it in the sense that this was a movie that was going to be in the top five.
0: Oh yeah, it made, yeah, it, 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 it made some moves. It did some business and yeah, we, I think were so deep into the horror, the horror, um, you know, stuff, the, the horror that was the nun two, the horror. That was my big fat Greek wedding three that we kind of overlooked this film. And you're right. I mean, it it was right. Uh, You know, Marcus gave us all the clues.
1: Yes. Yes. Mr. Box Office Man, I gave you all the clues that that is basically what Marcus is saying right now. But yeah, I mean, Jawan is a movie that neither of us have seen. It seems to be a action spectacle. I'm sure the the fight scenes are incredibly choreographed and just hard hitting. And anyone who saw it, I'm sure had a great time, got what they were hoping for, I assume. But we have not seen this film, may not end up seeing this film. But I think that may not. Up, I up,
0: mean, I'm, I'm not seeing this.
1: You're not seeing it. Well, we'll get to some news on the movies that you should be seeing. We'll get to that in a minute. But I think the story of something like Juwan is, it is a movie that sold popcorn this weekend, that got an audience into theaters, and it's not everything has to be a hundred million dollar spectacle. Not everything has to be uh, a forty million dollar plus opening weekend to be successful. We need more films like this, just yeah. more films that, that super serve an audience, get someone who maybe otherwise wouldn't have gone to the movies this weekend out to a movie theater, buying popcorn, buying goobers, buying 78 ounce Coca-Colas and, 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 and downing it all and paying $40 each for the experience. That is what a movie like Jawan does. It gets mm-hmm. new people to the movie theater. So thank you. To this movie, and thank you, Marcus, for tipping us off. Even if we didn't use it, it was helpful to get yeah. that email.
0: And definitely keep sending your great emails and sending us this information. We won't always be so, you know, neglectful when it comes to them. Yes. We do appreciate your your boots on the ground and your hard work.
1: Yes, yes, and and even and the main thing is you're getting the credit now of basically nailing your prediction. You know, yeah. you nailed it. So I think, is there anything we want to get into before we get into one of the top two movies? I mean, Bottoms is at number 10. It expanded. Mm -hmm. It's at uh, 7.6 million total after making 2 million this week. It's hard to get a read. Uh, I mean, I think we could safely say it doesn't feel like this movie is going to break out. I mean, maybe it still goes on a great series of holds, but uh, where where are you right now on bottoms? You big, you were big on bottoms, big bottoms last week. Mm -hmm. Give me your bottoms update.
0: Uh, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, I'm not as big on bottoms as I was seeing this 33% drop with an addition of 550 theaters. You would hope that you would have seen a, a a lower drop or even maybe an increase here if this thing was going to break out. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, saying it's over for bottoms but you know bottoms isn't looking like it's gonna do baff a Bobo or have some sort of crazy run at this moment so but mm-hmm. eyes are still on bottoms I'm always looking at bottoms and watching bottoms and mm-hmm. seeing if there's legs attached to the bottoms right I will right. still be looking at bottoms for sure yeah, to, yeah. To, and you're a any either. movements mm-hmm Yeah, to to judge the movements. But I think, yeah, that's something that we have to look forward and see Mm -hmm. in the next few weeks. What is Bottoms doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of at almost exactly the same pace as Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was last year. I mean, this movie's at Bottoms is at 7.6 million after its third weekend, where the first weekend was very limited. And Bodies, Bodies, Bodies... After three weekends, in which the first weekend was very limited, was at seven point four million. The difference is, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was in two thousand five hundred theaters in its third weekend, whereas Bottoms is still only at twelve hundred theaters. So the per screen average for Bottoms is much higher. You know, Mm -hmm. people are going to this um, uh, per capita uh, at a much higher rate than they were. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. This movie is definitely more popular. Uh,
0: and if, and, it, and and liked. And I think the difference yeah. too with Bodies, Bodies, Bodies getting more more traction or more theaters is it's an A24 movie. So that has a cachet. There are people who go and see every A24 movie, no matter what it is. Right. There's right. a fashion well, sense to it. There's, there's a style to that where you say, right. oh, I'm an A24 fan. Nobody's right. saying I'm an Orion MGM fan. So right. well, mm-hmm. this is not breaking out in the way an A24 can because MGM is not a sexy place to release your movie or Orion isn't a sexy place to release your movie in 2023. Right.
1: Right. And bodies, 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 speaking of A24 was sold as a, like many A24 movies are with their trailers as a fake horror movie. You know, a lot of people went to that movie thinking they were getting a horror movie, which, Mm -hmm. of course, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies wasn't. And Bottoms is just a comedy, which is great. We love that. But Mm -hmm. just a comedy, quote unquote, is a much tougher sell than, hey, maybe this is a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Bottoms has no aspect of maybe this is a horror movie to it, which, I mean, maybe they should have just faked it and pretended it's a horror movie. But Mm -hmm. they didn't do that.
0: So. Uh, I think the other movie before we talk about the newbies is I just want to mention the equalizer threes, 65% drop, mm, which is yeah. pretty bad. Mm. But the thing with this is it's already at 61. It's going to make it's 100. I I'm sure. Cause there's not really much that it's going to be battling against in the next few weeks and football season kicked off and and one of the things that i thought was there's going to be a lot of people watching the games sweating thinking they're going to lose their houses thinking that their wives are going to leave them thinking that you know bad men are going to come after them Mm. during this weekend that they didn't really feel the need to go to see the equalizer three because they're thinking oh you know I got to make sure that I can, you know, pay my electric bill tomorrow after these games. Right? They're
1: they're thinking I might get my head caved in sometime later today by a bookmaker, you know, or bookmakers. Yeah. uh, Heavy. I I'm not in the mood to go see Denzel Washington cave someone's head in. You know exactly because that could be me. Feel too close to home. That could be me. Yeah. 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 So I think by the second weekend of the NFL. These guys, they've either got their heads caved in, you Mm -hmm. know, these gambling addicts, they've got their heads caved in, or it didn't happen. And now they're feeling free and Uh, clear again.
0: They're really confident. They're too confident.
1: Yeah. Next weekend. Absolutely. But they're going to see Equalizer 3 next weekend because they didn't get their head caved in from gambling debt, So now they're feeling good. Go out to a movie.
0: Yeah. So we'll see if this stabilizes next weekend.
1: I mean, looking at, you know, as a comp equalizer two,
0: mm-hmm.
1: equalizer two in its second weekend dropped 61%. So okay around the same, you know, a little less, a little better hold than the 65% drop of equalizer three this weekend. But after its second weekend, equalizer two was at 64 million total. After its second weekend, equalizer three is at 61 million. So yeah. I will say... The hundred million is no longer a slam doink. Okay. You know, it's not a short, I think it's not a short. I think 90 is a doink. Uh I think a hundred starts to become iffy, depending on the results of the third weekend of equalizer three.
0: You know what? I'm going a hundred for my man, Denzel. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. He's Mr. Consistency. I am not going to question that until it happens. I do Mm -hmm. think this thing goes to a hundred.
1: Yeah, yeah. And well there's also the whole thing of does Sony, you know, it, unless this totally bottoms out and it has no chance, if this movie's hanging around, you know, 98 million, 99 million, Sony probably lets it play as long as it needs to, does some drive-in stuff, you know, does something yeah, to Yeah, yeah, pushes it, it over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would think Um, so yeah, not a great hold, but week three is going to be like, does it equal out? You know, we'll find out.
0: Here's the thing that's, you know, and I'm not making excuses for Denzel just because I think he's a great man, but he is a butts in the seats movie star. He brought people to the theater last weekend. And that's what a star does is open a movie. He opened this Mm -hmm. movie. Whatever happens afterwards as William Goldman says. That's not really has to do with the star as much because the people who ran out to see Denzel ran out to see this movie and he had a great opening weekend. So, yeah, he still butts in the seats. And even if this movie doesn't make a hundred, that does not take anything away from him because so few people can get you to a theater. Yes. The first weekend.
1: Yes. A hundred percent.
0: I totally agree. Oh, sorry. You continue, but I was going to do a transition. You know, who who is not a butts in the seat star is the nun.
1: Wow. You're saying, wow, you're going after the nun. I mean, go for it.
0: Take her down. Take her down. I'm not necessarily taking her down. I'm just saying the nun is not a star. We've definitively figured that out. Not that this nun had to do better than the opening weekend of the first one. Or even much more than this, I just don't think The Nun is ever going to live up to the idea of what The Nun could be. Because you're Mm -hmm. reading articles where the director's saying people wanted the movie to be gorier. Like, I think it's like The Nun is a cool image, but there's nothing behind it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You
0: know, Freddie was the was the son of a thousand maniacs. Right. The nun is a dead nun that looks mm. scaly. That's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's tough when your franchise starts from a painting. And that mm-hmm. is the basis of the nun. You know, the nun was a painting and a conjuring movie that then became an attempted movie franchise. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it started as just a single image. Um, and it it is one of those things where people imagine what they wanted their nun to be, like you said, and this nun rather tried to be all things to all people and Mm -hmm. does kind of feel like it's nothing to everybody at this point.
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, down what, 39% from the original. Yeah. And, you know, Deadline, listen, we love Anthony Diaz for Disney, Mm D'Alessandro. But he says, you know, Formiga and Storm Reed weren't able to do any events. It's like, who cares? No offense to either of these people. They are lovely people, I'm sure. Or they're horrible people and we don't know. I don't know celebrities, so I'm not sure what they're like personally. But they don't come off offensive to me. What I'm saying right. is that it doesn't matter that they didn't eat the hot wings it, it, for this uh, for this movie. It's all about the nun. Yeah, it's all about the nun. And people are saying, uh, eh, the first one was bad, and the second one we gave it a little bit of a chance, but not a huge chance. So I do think none stops it too. You got to stop none at two. Uh,
1: uh, you mean making? I mean, this movie made 32.6 million. I think there's no chance. We don't get a nun three. Now, Nun three will make probably half of that in an opening weekend. And I think everyone knows it. But I mean, you, you think this for you think this opening weekend is a franchise stopper for the nun? No, we've I had, mean we've I, had like four I, Darkman movies. You know, there were there was probably been three uh, Dr. Giggles, you know. They're well well, here's what three. okay.
0: The Darkman movies, only the second one, I think, was in theaters. I think the rest True. of them are straight to video. And Dr. Giggle, same thing. So we're not talking direct-to-video here. Yeah, mm-hmm. if there's a Nun 3 that's a direct-to, where would this go? It's, uh, uh, it's Peacock. It's oh, Peacock. no, no, Max. Or Max, Max, if it's Warner Brothers. It's Max, Warner yeah. Brothers. If it's direct-to-Max, it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I I think that this Nun keeps disappointing people. And you, you might be right. And I may be crazy, but the none three, if it happens, which you're saying is a slam doink, it's definitive that it will, I mean, if your this mind drop.
1: Okay. Listen, we'll see how this run goes. If none two drops like 70% the next weekend and next weekend, it makes like 10 million on its way to this thing topping out at like 50 million total, yeah, then maybe this franchise is dead. That is that is honestly possible, but a movie that opens at 32 million and I would imagine doesn't have a big budget because, you know, Vera Farmiga's sister and Storm Reed, I don't think are getting 20 million each a, for this movie. So I would imagine the budget on this is not huge. So a $32 million opening weekend does make me think there'll be another one, but I, I could be wrong. This thing could obviously totally bottom out and not even get to 50 million domestic. So,
0: so let's dig into the numbers then. Let's so, dig in. Uh, well, this is letters, but we'll get to the numbers after we do letters, none to got a C plus, And, uh, it's a little bit better than the C the original got. So they liked it a little bit better, mm-hmm. but positive and 47% recommend from post-track. So not great. Mm -hmm. More female than male, 52%. Uh, 67% of the audience between 18 to 34, which is good. So, Mm -hmm. and uh, biggest demo being 18 to 24, which is great. That's 38%. Mm -hmm. Diversity. Mm -hmm. Latino and Hispanic, 43%. Caucasian, 26%, black, 12%, Asian, 18%. So I'm coming around now to this being something that is going to get a third one because when you have this turnout, I mean, Mm -hmm. you're guaranteed that there's going to be an audience for this. Like 43% Latino and Hispanic, they will come for the none three. Right,
1: right. I right. mean you
0: might see the the other demographics like trickling off of this but like if they are able to put out a 3 in a few years and it opens to 25 that'll be good business depending on what the budget is because I, like you said I don't think either of those stars are going to ask for so much money that you can't keep this at a decent budget.
1: Right. And you don't need anyone to come back in this movie other than the nun herself. And as we talked about with Brett from the new flesh, he was telling us that they're already stiffing the person who plays the nun on money. So Warner yeah. brothers definitely knows how to right or wrong. They know how to keep this movie cheap. You know, the That's only how- thing that they need is the image of the nun that we saw in that painting. Everyone else could go as, as it
0: relates to this franchise. If 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 nothing makes you think that these companies are heartless, look at them not paying a nun. Yes. It's a nun. Or it's so a you nun, can say yeah. whatever you want about the Catholic Church in general or whatever, the power structure. But a nun. A nun. Pay your nun. Pay, pay your, your nun. nun.
1: Yeah, pay your nun. You but but they're not going to pay their nun, and I think that means that a threequel is more likely because they're just going to stiff their nun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's all you really need to make this movie. But, you know, back to this nun, like you said, Denzel is a butts in the seats, movie star, the nun it's, it's, I mean, that kind of dropped from the first one to the second one. The nun is a, a uh, fading star if if she ever was a star in the first place, this nun is now a fading star. It's a star on the decline. You know, art, the clown is a star on the rise mm-hmm. one to two massive jump, but for the nun two to one big decline.
0: Well, and also does this thing plummet next weekend? That's the question. Does this thing have a 65% drop? Does this thing have a 70% drop or does it have a, Decent hold, which for a horror movie would probably be what in the low fifties.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the original nun in 2018, September of 2018, its second weekend drop on basically the same exact weekend, uh, uh, five years ago was 66%. And that's coming off a movie, obviously a much bigger opening, but a movie that had way more hype than Mm -hmm. this nun. So I think nun two is going to fall off the face of the earth.
0: Wow. Off the face of the earth.
1: Yeah. I think this is going to be, if not 66, higher. Like, okay. Uh, you know, and, and obviously we have to get to our weekend preview later in the week, but I, it does feel like this was a bit of a Tomb Raider trap situation, you know, coined mm-hmm. by the great Scott Mendelssohn. And uh, that's what this feels like here is that people went to see that original nun didn't like it that much. Second one was made. And I don't know. I mean, the second one feels like it's marginally better. This doesn't feel like it. it's some kind of giant step up in quality. No. But either way, people got, you know, or the Meg. I mean, look at the Meg. Also, in terms of the opening weekends, there was that drop. People got what they wanted out of the first one. Mm-hmm. And when it came to the second one, This isn't an Austin Powers, too, with the interest increased. The interest has clearly decreased since the first one. So I don't know. Yeah, this this Nun, um, does this feel like it means anything when it comes to horror movies the next month? I mean, Exorcist Believer is obviously similar to the Nun in which there's a lot of religious imagery to the horror does that matter uh, the nun no. sort of being less popular does that matter for these, the Exorcist? these
0: these warner brothers prestige horrors always seem separate from the how ha- the halloween releases mm. you know they mm-hmm. just seem a little bit more i, I don't they're not they're not classier because they're not but they just mm-hmm. feel like they're outside of that in the way that i don't think their success dictates any success for a movie in october mm-hmm you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like the Warner Brothers is counter-programming to the summer stuff. And Shocktober is when you really want to go for the true gore, the slashers, the,
1: mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm.
0: those sort of things. I think it's just a separate feel, like your saws. Right,
1: right. My saw, for sure. Saw, your saw. saw X, coming soon. So, no, I agree. Another comp, I think, to The Nun. Uh, and especially as we talk about there being a part three, is Warner Brothers' It franchise? Because obviously the It movies were on a much bigger box office scale. That first one did seven hundred million worldwide, three twenty eight domestic. But It one came out twenty seventeen, opened to one twenty three. It two, two years later, opened to ninety million. So like a twenty five percent drop in the opening weekend. So similarly, less interest in the second one than the first one. And there hasn't been an it chapter three. And I know that's a different thing in the sense that the second movie kind of closes the story there mm-hmm. and, and, and the second movie ends what was covered in the Stephen King book. But I am kind of shocked that we have not gotten a it chapter three. Considering how big those first two movies were, so if you didn't get an It Chapter Three,
0: maybe you never do get a Nun Chapter Three. Well, the you know, problem Warner with Brother- the, the problem with Ch- It Chapter Three was mm-hmm. that people don't like the adult the adult stuff in It ever. Like it was always about the kids, right? It's always even, about the kids, even yeah. in the original television movie. Like people wanted to see the kids. They didn't really want to see the adults. So I think that's the problem is that what you're left with is a lot of adults in three and everybody just liked the kids, especially because of the strangers thing phenomenon and everything. So I do think that the reason we didn't see three is not just because they don't have a chapter in the book that is further than what we had. It's because nobody wants to see the adults in it. They want to see the kids
1: but like with the nun like with any horror franchise all that matters is 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 the the horror icon so you could make an it chapter 3 and just send pennywise to france you know and he's messing with a different group of kids like if they want to make another it movie it's just where do you put pennywise and same thing with the nun it's where do you send the nun if you want to make a chapter 3 and maybe warner brothers miami. is send them send them both to miami Send, send, send the nun to Miami, send Pennywise to, I mean, the nun getting to hobnob with it would be a huge deal for the nun, but I don't think that's going to happen. You don't see too many crossovers with these Warner brothers horror movies, but yeah, Warner brothers might just be, and listen, they're cash poor. You know, we know that right now, even with the success of Barbie, mm-hmm. uh, Warner brothers discovery is just pinching pennies over there they're trying to rub two nickels together and hope it turns into a quarter mm-hmm. and uh, maybe they just don't have enough cash to to bankroll another non-movie who knows
0: it's possible i don't know i mean so we'll we'll see how this thing holds i think that's always you know that's always sort of we say that a lot but it's very true it's like legs are important i mean opening yeah. weekend is very important but legs are just as important. So, yeah, what the Nun does next weekend will tell the tale for the Nun three.
1: Yeah, here's here's a weird thing I'll I will say about this deadline article before we move off of the Nun is I don't know if this uh, uh, showed up on your radar, but Anthony D is for Warner Brothers Discovery. Okay, maybe. Anthony D Alessandro he says. Uh, after talking about how the nun, you know, sort of declined from the first movie, he then says, still, thank you, Warner Brothers. The results here for the marketplace is better than the doldrums we had a year ago when Disney opened 20th century's horror title, Barbarians, 10.5 and what was an awful overall weekend box office of 43.1 million. So he's talking about the same weekend a year ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The The still thank you, Warner Brothers, I don't quite understand that because- thank you for releasing the nun too, as opposed to
0: what using I it as guess a tax putting, c- cut. Like what is, what would, you know, was it, were you ever going to put this straight to max? No.
1: Right. Right. I, I don't get this. Thank you. You know, it's like thanking the mailman for delivering your mail. I mean, I guess you could do it, but that is, you know, that's what the mailman does. And, and what Warner brothers does is release movies and release well, kind horror of films
0: on kind September. of yeah. but they moved dune so i think maybe and listen we shouldn't have to decode you know listen anthony yeah. diaz for decoding your your deadline article but maybe what he's saying is thank you for not moving all of your movies is that right. maybe a thing where it's like they thought that since uh formiga couldn't you know, go on Lad Bible and eat, you know, the English toffee and shit that they would have moved this thing. Mm-hmm. Is it sarcastic? Is he being sarcastic? Because it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. We know when he's being like caddy, but we're not sure when he's being sarcastic. I, I think
1: he's being genuine. Okay. I think he's genuinely thanking Warner Brothers. And maybe you're right. Maybe there was... Some kind of thought that they would have moved the nun to next year, but why? The nun, the nun is not SAG. The nun, they they could have they could have thrown a nun on the uh, soon to cross the picket line Drew Barrymore show to promote this 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 movie. They could do that. They could listen. Drew Barrymore show was gonna. Need some uh, non-sag guests, so just send the nun out there to talk for an hour straight and fill up some airtime. So the, the Warner Brothers could do that. There was never a reason why they would move the nun, to mm-hmm. to next year.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Well, I mean, you know, Anthony will not talk to us. Not that we've really reached out in any genuine way, but I'm assuming right. he'll, he won't talk to us. So we we might not get to the bottom of this, but... If anybody can decode, Anthony D, is for. Don't dec- be on the Bo Boys. Yeah, yeah, Alessandro, let us know. Yeah. I, I I do. I don't want to feel like I'm chomping at the bit here to talk about my big fat Greek wedding three, mm-hmm. but I kind of am because go chomp go. It did overperform at least our modest mm-hmm. sort of prognosticating for it. I know you. Especially thought yeah. this thing would be in the dumpster. You said this could cry macho, which, of course, for all the new fans out there, all the stoolies, all the mina fans, all the stifties and swifties, that and is around stufi. four no stoofties. Uh, this is around like 4.2. That did not happen. It did twice that at mm-hmm. 10 million dollars. And Demos, very interesting, skewed very old okay. and very Caucasian. Okay. I'm going to it. Not right to now. be
1: unexpected.
0: Yeah. So 72% women. Wow. Over 55 being the largest demo. Diversity demos. 53% Caucasian, 28% Latino and Hispanic, 5% black and 14% Asian. So big, big Caucasian audience for this film.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: And very old, very old, very, very old. How much over 50, uh, 55 years of age was that? Well, 24% was over 55. Wow that is
1: very old and i say that with no no judgment other than that is
0: very very old well just to very give people old. an understanding on this show well on this show and it, when we talk about demos for movies a 35 year old is old yes
1: yes a 35 year old is old for a movie i mean over 55 is a mega oldster that is yes. that is the official term in box office for 55 and up, is a mega oldster. So yes. a quarter of their audience was mega oldsters. Mm-hmm. You know, these are people who, who have to get a signed release from a living facility to be allowed to go see this movie, which does show the drawing ability of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a percentage of those mega oldsters that had to be allowed to leave a facility to go see it, and that's paperwork. You know, you, me and you go see a movie at this point in our lives. There isn't paperwork involved to be allowed to to go to the theater.
0: No, no, um, we don't have to write our next of kin down. E- exactly, exactly. Yeah, we don't. We don't
1: have to get you know medic alert bracelets. Uh, uh, turned on to be able to go see our movies yet. Yeah, someday, yes, but not yet. But a quarter of the My Big Fat Greek Wedding Part Three audience had to have that happen. They had to replace batteries in their medical alert bla-
0: bracelets. So now, B Cinema Score, which was down from A minus for the second film. Oh, wow. So people didn't like it as much, but this is the yeah. hardcores. So the hardcores definitely were saying, Okay, maybe not as good as the second one. But it's not like you got a C or a D or an F. I mean, this thing, if it got an F, this is a must-see. But getting right. a, a B minus, just, uh, just I'm sorry, a B, means that it's probably like a middling entry into the franchise. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking this thing drops like a stone next weekend because this really feels like the hardcores came for it. They really did. And nobody else is going to see this movie.
1: Well, I mean it with a movie that's so older skewing that kind of audience usually does wait a little Uh bit more. So, I mean, if this is an audience that's going to skew to mega oldsters and, and again, people who have to get signed out of living facilities in order to go see it, that kind of paperwork sometimes doesn't go through immediately. Yeah. You know, Next of kin, uh, uh, you know, letters from a lawyer's office sometimes take a few days. So th- there's people who probably want to see it who just aren't allowed out to see it until the second weekend, third weekend. So it may hold better.
0: They didn't get the proper releases. Think. Yeah. Well, right. let's see. What's book Book Club Two? This obviously opened higher than Book Club Two, which was uh, frankly a disaster. Book Club: The Next yeah. Chapter. I'm sorry. My apologies. Yeah. Uh, opened a six point six. And so this opened higher, yeah. yeah. But so, you know, so it's a
1: stronger franchise for sure.
0: But the, fir- I mean, that the thing is that the first movie in this franchise is just an undeniable Goliath. But so, mm-hmm. Book Club dropped fifty five percent in its second weekend. This is the second chapter, the next chapter. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So we'll mm-hmm. see how. This stacks up to something like book club. Are we looking at a fifty-five percent drop? Are we looking at higher? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah. So something uh, I, I I was talking to my mom today. We were talking about upcoming the upcoming movie slate. Um, just quickly, the the movie that she is, and I mentioned this to you off mic at the at B O H Q Clayton. The movie she has pegged for, the movie she's most excited about seeing in theaters this fall, is The Bike Riders. Mm-hmm. She saw that trailer this weekend, and that's a movie she told me, you have to take me to see that. And the reason she said is Austin Butler. Quote, mm-hmm. she said, he is just so good looking. That yeah. is what my mom said uh, and she's someone who doesn't need to be signed out of any facilities. She could go see a movie anytime she wants. Yes. Middle of the night, middle of the day. She's she's able to do that legally, physically, which is great. So she could go see that. So she's excited about the bike riders. When I brought up my Big Fat Greek Wedding Part 3, she said she'd seen both of the other two movies. She said, I feel like I could wait for that to be on cable. And okay. she didn't say streaming. It's cable. So she might be waiting until this thing's on TBS. You okay, know, she's, she's waiting three or four years. Yes, yes. And totally fine with it. Yeah. There's no Austin Butler in my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. She's not Austin a big Butler, uh,
0: Joey Fatoten fan?
1: No, he's not quite the draw to her that the guy who played young Elvis is. Mm-hmm. You know, young Elvis, she is seeing that opening weekend, Big Fat Greek Wedding Part 3, whenever it gets to Cable which may not exist by the time my big fat Greek wedding three would even get to cable. Mm-hmm. But the other thing she mentioned about this movie is she goes, Oh, and the, 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 isn't it a shame? The guy who played the dad in the first two movies is dead.
0: Yeah. He died. And this, only- is, this is a yeah. tribute to him. This movie, they go to Greece to go to his, I think this is, they go to his like birth town. Yeah, I believe that's yeah. the or could not be that at all. Um, they might just go to Greece because, you know, they got a Groupon or something. Right, right.
1: But I, I think you're right. I think it is uh, in memory of and that may be the real life thing. This actor died. Michael Constantine died. And mm-hmm. so they wanted to pay tribute to him with this movie. That is just not the type of draw. To a movie-going audience, the funeral of an old man who in real life has passed, Mm -hmm. that is not the same draw as these two people are falling in love, which is what the first movie was about. And I think that's not a draw to young people who want to see people fall in love in a movie theater. Yeah, It's also not a draw to old people. Old people don't necessarily want to go to a movie, flock to a movie to see old people die. Um, And obviously, a lot of old people went. That is the biggest percentage of this movie. But I think more old people would have seen my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 if it was about young, hot people falling in love. My mom wants to go see the bike riders because Austin Butler is going to be hot and going to be getting into fights on Mm -hmm. the motorcycle. She doesn't want to go see a movie about an old man dying of natural causes. That's not the same draw.
0: I can see that, absolutely. And and, and I don't know. I haven't read the plot synopsis. Uh, synopsis, but um, is there even a wedding in this? There was a wedding in the first one, obviously. There was a wedding in the second one because the gram, the parents, her parents, they never were officially married, and so they mm-hmm. actually get married, and so that's the wedding. But right, right. Do they, I thought for sure that it'd be the third one would be their kids getting married but i think their kids are still in their early 20s which is way too early to get married kids don't do it right there's no reason wait until to.
1: wait until, uh mid to late 40s for sure at this point
0: well, there's just really no w- wait till there's just really no other option i think is right. the way to do it that's what i'm doing right. and so right. you know till rent gets so high that it's like i just gotta go habitate
1: yeah 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 yeah, So here's the premise, according to Wikipedia, of this film. And we both have watched a trailer for this, and this is how I remember it, too. The film follows the Portacullis family on a trip to Greece for a family reunion after the death of Gus. So your logline of your movie has the phrase the death of Gus in it. Mm-hmm. That And listen, we're talking about a movie that overperformed our expectations, but it's still a movie that is... Did not do well and is, you know, did not at all continue the 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 audience of the first one or even the second movie. And I think having the phrase "the death of Gus" be the major plot point sh- tells you everything you need to know. You know, it,
0: it'd be come up with
1: a way to frame this movie around people falling in love. I'm sorry, that is what you needed to figure out if you wanted to have a hit movie here. Get some hot. Young Greeks in love, not the death of Gus.
0: So you're saying that, you know, unlike Gran Turismo that added based on a true story to its title, you wouldn't add, you know, My Big Fat Greek Wedding Three, The Death of Gus.
1: I would not have done that okay. I, uh, for sure. I mean, I think they haven't the done that.
0: Of, so you wouldn't they, do that for Weekend Two.
1: No, I wouldn't pull a Birds of Prey where, you know, the second weekend that movie was called Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. I yeah. would not retitle the marketing this week and have this movie be called Death of Gus colon My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Uh, well, well, no,
0: it'd be the other way around. Let's be serious. It'd be the other way around. You, you. I'm sorry. You do lead with, with Greek wedding.
1: Right. You're not going like, to lead you know, like, with
0: death of Gus. I,
1: uh, uh, Birds of Prey led with Harley Quinn. But Harley so Quinn is
0: the, the Harley Quinn is the reason people would have gone to see that movie if it was any good. Gus is it is like an additional thing.
1: Or I wouldn't do. You mentioned Gran Turismo. That the official title of that ended up being Gran Turismo colon based on a true story. Mm-hmm. So definitely do not change the title of this movie, the second weekend to my big fat Greek wedding three colon based on the death of Michael Constantine.
0: Yeah, that'd probably be bad.
1: That would be bad. I I think that this movie, listen, this movie was, I mean, the franchise was always going to keep going in a decline. You know, Uh we talked about it last weekend, Nia Vardolas, who God bless her. One of the greatest box office stories of all time with that first movie and probably is it will be shitting money the rest of her life because of how much money the first movie made. So God bless her. She didn't become a movie star from that movie. So her star power is not a big deal at this point in time. So this third movie was always going to continue to decline. Yeah. From the first one. But I think the only way it could have surprised everyone and done much better than expected is, it had to find hot young Greek stars to be in love. And that needed to be the central focus of this third movie. Yeah. Cent- centering this movie on the death of Gus was never going to resonate with a young audience who want to see young people fall in love or an old audience who do not want to see people who look like them die of natural causes.
0: Yeah. And you know, listen, if it, if it's any condolence or, you know, any any sort of, Thing to help Nia Vodalis uh, sleep at night. If it's any consolation, was the word I was grasping for. Yeah, yeah. She will be when we write the mm-hmm. book of box office history. She will yes. be in those pages, and she will be prominently in those pages. And that cannot be said for a lot of actors.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. She's you in the book the by the your
0: You're going to see in V. It's going to be like page this page. I mean, she might be in the intro, so it might be page Mm -hmm. IX or whatever the, you know, when the intro doesn't have actual page numbers, it has the Roman numbers or whatever.
1: Right, right, right. She
0: might be in the intro to this book because of the phenomenal success of my big fat Greek wedding.
1: She may be, you know, depending on what we approve as the final art for the cover of this book
0: on it, you
1: know, you could see a world in which the cover of our eventual book, Bidding War to Come, for sure, so mm-hmm. publishers get ready. But when the B.O. boys finally do write a book, the cover could be one of those covers where there's sort of line drawings of famous elements of box office. And, you know, you see the a dinosaur from Jurassic Park and you see, uh, uh, you know, the hair gel from my, uh, from their son about Mary, Nia could end up. You know, it would be a collage. At that point, there would have to be a lot of figures in that collage. But there is a world in which Nia is in that collage on the cover, and you know, it's in a in a big like. Bucket of popcorn, and it's me and you holding a big bucket of popcorn. And the title of our book is in the bucket, something like that. Well, I really hope here, that obviously. you
0: don't design the book cover. Is is what I, I, what I would say, but I know what you mean.
1: You know what I mean, and it's like I'm pulling a, a piece of popcorn out of the out of the uh, bucket of popcorn, and maybe that's Niavardolus's head.
0: Okay, you that's a terrible I mean? idea. I mean, uh, maybe if she was like holding onto the popcorn in like a fun way, but like we, it's not like devouring her head seems a little bit dark. I was thinking. Well, more she's got lines.
1: little she's got little arms coming out of her head. And she's desperately trying to hold on to the edge of the. Well, desperately
0: life. also, it, it it invokes that she's terrified, which I don't think is something that we'd want to invoke with our book cover. I was thinking more of like a Sergeant Pepper's she is, homage. Though. She is terrified. She is terrified. Though. And she should be. I would be. She should be. She's about to be devoured mm-hmm. by two large men. are probably torn apart to be shared in a in a gruesome manner. But- yes,
1: yes. We we do split all of the popcorn heads in half.
0: We do. Uh, so, uh, but I was thinking more of like a Sgt. Pepper's homage, right? Where it'd be a bunch mm. of different people mm-hmm. from the box office past all together on a cover.
1: Yes. And we're the band leaders in the front. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's and a good she's cover one too. of the
0: people she would definitely be on a Sgt. Pepper homage box office book history cover.
1: Yes. Yes. So no matter what happens with this movie, it drops 80% next weekend, falls off the face of the earth, and there's never a fourth movie. She gets that. She either ends up on a Sergeant Pepper homage or a popcorn kernel being devoured. Either way, she's very possibly on the cover of our book someday. So that mm-hmm. is great for Nia Um, You know, this movie, all that to say I was predicting four or five million, and it did ten. So, I mean, we've been talking about this in the negative. Give us—is there a positive about this opening
0: weekend of my big fat Greek wedding, part three, as you see it? It's a positive because it went theatrical. It's positive because yes. we're talking about popcorn people, like mm-hmm. you said about Jwan. What Jwan? Jawan.
1: Yeah. Jwan. wan Yeah.
0: People went to a place not their house and saw this movie with other like-minded people they left their domicile to experience movie going and therefore they paid for the ticket and they paid for food and they had a great time i'm sure and now that this movie was actually in a theatrical you know uh, a a, a, you know a house of god basically which is what what we look at as the theater right it can now go to streaming and say it was a theatrical movie and there's going to be more interest on pvod as opposed to this since its focus it would have what gone to hulu
1: right it would have got to hulu yeah so then it's
0: vacation friends too which we love Vacation Friends 1, but guess who still hasn't seen Vacation Friends 2? Me. Neither of us. Neither yeah. of us. So yeah. Big Fat Greek Wedding 3, I loved the second one. If it was on Hulu, I would never watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's here is something great. When you look at this box office top five and even expand out to 10 – It is what, you know, we talk a lot about the good old days and, you know, the the 1990s, especially sort of the epitome of looking at any box office chart and seeing such variety and genres and star power and such. Look at this top five. Number one, you got a horror movie sequel. Number three, you got an action movie with a big forever movie star uh, in Mm -hmm. the center of it. Number three, you got a family comedy You know, with an older cast that's serving an older audience. Number four, you've got a foreign action film serving a foreign audience and just serving people want to see an action movie. Number five, you got a big budget sort of IP comedy movie with movie stars in it. Uh, That's been a big holdover from the summer with uh, with Barbie. Number six, you got superhero movie. Number seven, a video game movie. You got Oppenheimer, a big drama that's going to be up for an Oscar. That's a mm-hmm. giant blockbuster. Number nine, you got a family friendly animated film. That's not even a Disney film, a non Disney animated film. Number 10, you got a teen comedy,
0: teen it sex really, comedy.
1: Teen sex comedy. When you look at this top 10, and listen, there's bombs in there, you know, Blue Beetle and Gran Turismo, mega bombs, but there's a bunch of hit movies. There's different genres. There's only one superhero movie mm-hmm. in the top 10. Only one. There yeah. is something to be, to quote Anthony D. d'Alessandro something to be thankful for. When you look at the overall top 10 here, there is a nice variety yeah. of what's out there. And especially that it's not four different MCU movies at the same yes. time.
0: Thank goodness. Thank you
1: goodness know, not to beat that. that horse, but, but yeah, my big fat Greek wedding three n- didn't go to streamo. It's yeah. a movie serving an older audience, a comedy film that families could go to that. People are getting signed out of old age homes to go to, and it's in the movie theater. So that's great. That's great. Yeah. It made $10 million. It made double digits.
0: Good great job. For- and Neavar Dulles
1: is going to be on the cover. Yes. Um. So before we go, Just something really quick, which is, you know, we last week or a couple of episodes ago talked about Clayton whether you need to see the Taylor Swift film.
0: Okay. So
1: Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, the movie, yeah, coming out Friday, October thirteenth, gonna be a, a. Biggest movie of the fall could open at 100 million plus who knows by the time we'll we get open close 100 to it,
0: million plus
1: we'll we'll open hundred. this could be Barbie situation in which by the time we get to a few days out this movie's tracking at 130 140 150 yeah. who knows either way biggest movie ever we were talking about do you need to see this in the theaters because you have been much more let's just say selective about what you go to see in movie theaters mm-hmm. yes you you've you passed on a lot of the big summer movies, um, and we talked about should you go see this, and we did put up a Twitter X
0: poll. That's great, thank you for saying. You should have led with that.
1: So, well, here we go. We put up a Twitter X poll, and by we, I mean wanna senior intern Christopher. Great job, and Jack, and I'm sure Jack, you know, helped him, but we'll never know about it because he reports to Christopher so, you know. Yeah, uh, We don't care. A lot of Jack so, talk
0: that I'm just not too happy about right now.
1: So the poll went up on at the B.O. Boys pod on Twitter X and the votes are in and Clayton 80 percent, 80 percent of the respondents did say Clayton needs to see the Taylor Swift movie in theaters. Only 20 percent uh, said he did not have to see it.
0: Okay. So was there only two options? There was only two options.
1: Only two options. Okay. Either you see in the theater or you don't see in the theater. 80% of the respondents, Clayton, you got to see in the theater. So you wanted a poll. You wanted to hear what the people thought and the votes are in. Yeah. So Clayton, I pose it to you. Do you go with, the will of the people or do you deny the will of the people? Do you deny the votes?
0: I no. it was a, it was a clean voting process, mm-hmm. right? X yeah. Twitter X trusted yep. source, right? Yep. Never been a bot on there. And so I say, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. after, of course, after we look into, you know, uh, what the votes were, where they came from. Was there any sort of like, you know, shenanigans? Once I figure out that the votes are really votes and they are actually legitimate, then I will do what they say. And so that's up to Jack and that's up to Christopher to do a little bit digging to see, okay, was there bots involved? What was the situation here? Wait a second. Were there more people Were there people voting twice or multiple times? Um, Wait, wait. Because I only take it if it's one per person vote, because that's fair. So I mean, after like a a very rigorous listen, just uh, after a very rigorous, you know, delving into this data and these numbers, I will go by what the poll says. So you
1: are, and I think I am glad this is being recorded right now cuz uh this 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 is something that may end up in court to be honest but you are saying that you're out here talking to wanna be senior intern Christopher talking to wanna be junior intern Jack
0: No I'm not talking to Jack I'm talking to, to Christopher it. I'm talking to Christopher and then he will tell Jack what I said to him
1: Oh, okay, so so you admit there when you talk to Christopher, you're implying he needs to talk to Jack. Yes. But you are telling the people who are meant to verify the votes, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're to want to be a senior intern, Christopher, who needs to verify these votes. You're telling him to look into it. But that is implying look into it in the way that you want it to come
0: out. No, no. That is not, that is your implication. My, what I'm saying is, that is I want to know. No, it's not. I want to know if the votes are legitimate. However, you figure that out, you figure that out. If if it is truly 80 20 when they do the investigation, I will do it. Now, if You're it turns calling out, to investigate. Now, if it turns out that the investigation happens, there's some flim-flamming going on here, and it were to flip-flop, I would then also do what it says, okay? Once we figure out what the real votes were, then I well, will okay, actually Okay, so you're do... already
1: saying these may not be the real votes.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, hypothetically, if there is some flim-flamming going on, then those votes that exist now are are not the real votes so therefore there will be real votes that i can then take into account and go by which i said i was willing to do but i'm only willing to go by legitimate votes that have been rigorously checked
1: rigorously so it needs to be rigorously checked
0: yeah even if it's a even if it if it even if it is an easy process it should be rigorous for christopher like, it okay. should be difficult even if it's easy. Do you understand what I mean when I say that?
1: Who, who are these real votes in this Twitter the, X poll about whether
0: you need to see the movie? That's that for you them to, plan to find out. To that's in? for Christopher to find out. I need to know who the real votes are. These could very well be the real votes. There is a very, I wouldn't say a large chance, but there's a chance that these votes are real. Okay. But if they're not real, I need to go buy the real ones is that that's all I'm saying. So uh, this is a lot of talk for something that is just how people do these things. Like how in your mind, as you talk to your,
1: your followers and as you talk to want to be a senior intern, Christopher, who currently does, you know, he reports to both of us, but he, you know, it's a dotted line reporting to you. How likely do you think it is at this point? That those are real votes that were cast.
0: Why is that my worry? I mean, that's not my worry. I, okay. I, I mean, here's the thing: I'm talented. You think that's they just are the real facts, votes. right? So, right. if they are, if they are, they are. But I'm not the one who's. It's not up to me to do that. It's not up to okay. me to decide what's real and what's not real. Right. You know, it's up to Christopher.
1: And you give
0: Wannabeo
1: senior intern Christopher full authority to make. This call, right? Uh, You will say right after a rigorous
0: process. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, we should have him on after he goes through the process of of verifying these votes.
1: Okay. And, and but it's up to him. His call is the final call because I don't plan. I will not in any way influence wannabe o intern chris senior intern christopher's call well why would you even say you're
0: not going to that wasn't even a question but now you're saying you're not going to why would you even bring it up so well that i want to make sure you're not going to
1: you're not going to no okay
0: great Great. what influence would you have that's the thing if these are legitimate votes you have no influence so therefore you even bringing up the fact that you're not gonna get involved? What does that even mean? Why would you even bring that up now? I'm now I'm feeling who, like there's something going on.
1: I'm not the one who called for a rigorous investigation into a poll, which if to me was a just, just decision, already verified.
0: Listen, yeah. I said I would make a decision that affects my life based on a X poll. Okay. A Twitter X poll. Yes. If that is the case, of course, I'm going to make sure that they're legitimate votes and that mm-hmm. each one only came from one verified IP address. That's all I'm saying. And I don't so, think that's too much to ask.
1: Wait, so so, Wannabeo Senior Intern Christopher now has to figure out – he has to check IP addresses mm-hmm. on this poll or else to you the vote is not legitimate.
0: And VPNs, they get thrown out. Because anybody could vote from any, say that there, anybody voting there and it's, you know, someone could have a VPN and they could hop around the globe and say, Clayton needs to go see this movie. I don't find that to be fair.
1: Well, international votes were always supposed to be legitimate votes.
0: Yeah, they're legitimate as long as it's not somebody that is in the continental United States that's voting in Sweden through a VPN. Then that's thrown out. Yeah, I, I do think
1: this is going to be a big issue because I not trusted the poll and the election day results. I was always in favor of whatever was called on election day, which is what
0: doesn't matter what you do. (laughs) You think because it doesn't affect you, buddy boy. I mean, I'm part of the show. You are And I
1: was trusting the election day results and the people who called it and our interns called it. You know, that was on our official prep document for this episode is that they called it and I, I fully supported their call. But it seems like you do not support their election day call for whether you should see the Taylor Swift film in now, theaters.
0: I say verify the IPs and I'm there.
1: Verify the IPs. All right. This is it. Has become something that I thought was uh, an election day result announcement, but it is now a fully ongoing investigation and an ongoing story for future episodes of the B.O. Boys. And we we, I mean, we I have no choice but to cover this story. story.
0: There's no story. This this is something that can go on in the background while I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which is talking about the box office.
1: Right, right, right. So you want this to happen in the background now. You don't want this to be covered.
0: No, there's no reason and, it should be covered because it because you yeah. your coverage of it could affect the results because for some reason you're acting as if you have some sort of sway which makes me leery. And I I, f- I have
1: no sway. Neither of us should have any sway or exert any sway. Of course not. I just but you saying,
0: this. "Oh, I won't get involved." I just involved. want to cover this. I won't get involved. And it's like Yeah, no one asked you to, and no one thought there'd be a way for you to get involved until you said you're not going to get involved, which makes me think that you could get involved, which I don't want you to be involved.
1: Right. I'm just covering the, the story here. Okay,
0: great. That's fine.
1: So more to come on this developing story, developing investigation, and whether the election day results will... Be honored and whether Clayton will indeed see the Taylor Swift the eras tour the movie in movie theaters 80% of the popular vote says that he should so we will see we will see
0: at this time
1: at this time it does at at this this time time. so listen go to at the B.O. boys pod on Twitter X to witness these election day results as long as they are uh, you know, we do need to have uh, screenshots of this to make sure that they they are out there. So go to at the B.O. Boys pod. Also want to be senior intern Christopher killing it with the vertical clips from the show on Twitter X, on TikTok. He's putting up clips, Clayton, on YouTube. So of course, YouTube is where you could go to see full episodes of the B.O. Boys, but you could also find short segment clips up there that are that are horizontal the vertical clips on tiktok and twitter horizontal segment clips on youtube along with the full episode so wannabe senior intern christopher really earning everything he gets right now of course also thank you to uh, Jack for the research and prep docs and, and everything he's been providing the show, doing a bang up job, according to Christopher, so that's great. And we have not had to speak to him once since he was on the episode. So, you Two know, weeks, that's
0: huge. Jack free.
1: Yep. So of course, email us the B O boys pod at uh, the B O boys podcast at gmail.com is our email address. We love getting predictions, boots on the ground, reporting uh just very quickly reed wrote us a scathing email not about our show he loves our show but about warner brothers marketing for the fact that they have not been putting the aquaman trailer with any movies so far this year he says you could have attached the aquaman trailer to the most successful movie of the year he meant barbie Mm -hmm. or maybe the august superhero movie he meant blue beetle or maybe with a sequel to a successful horror series. Of course, he means the Nun two there. Or you could wait and put it with the biggest concert movie era uh, ever. But I guess putting the Aquaman trailer with the opening weekend of a Disney produced third movie of a dying franchise was the way to go, huh? huh? Reed. So thank you, wanna be old boy Reed, for that scathing email about Warner Brothers and the fact that right now they are doing zilch to promote aquaman 2 coming out in december
0: well i don't want to get into it because we don't really have time but i mean they might not have known what that movie is in order to have a trailer ready for barbie i, I still think they probably don't even know what the movie is and they're going to have a trailer out for haunting in venice i mean i think this thing is an absolute crapshoot slash possible disaster aquaman yeah
1: 2. yeah well i, th- I th- it seems like aquaman 2 2- Trailer will be dropping Wood Haunting of Venice this weekend. I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll believe it when we see a trailer for that movie.
0: But, but I think knows. eight weeks ago, they were like, wait, is this guy is like Momoa even still Aquaman? Who knows?
1: Right, right, right. So we'll see. So, yes, send us your emails uh, to the B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com, predictions, boots on the ground reporting and scathing scathing emails about movie studios. We love mm-hmm. getting all of that. Of course, YouTube or YouTubers so subscribe to the YouTube channel and the most important thing anyone could do for their fellow citizen is to go and give them five stars on Apple Podcasts. So if you are a listener of the show and somehow you haven't done it yet, go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review and then just write love the show blah blah blah. And five stars. That's it. That's all you got to do for the BO boys. We have earned that much for sure.
0: Can I just read really quickly a great five star review
1: by Michael
0: Lind says new box office icons have arrived. These two guys, pretty sure it's Clayton and Pat. I'm not a stalker, have created one of the best podcasts of all time. They are now in my weekly BO rotation along with Grace Randolph. They deliver the okay. Pixar lashings when needed and aren't beholden to corporate interests. My only criticism wow. is they didn't give Gaja enough credit. Godga enough credit for House of Gucci's box office performance, but nobody's perfect. Did I pronounce wow. that name correctly? Godga?
1: I mean, who knows? And we'll never, ever know. So, uh Yeah. I think that we've done it, Clayton. I think that that's all we could possibly
0: do on this episode. Oh, yes. I don't think there's anything left to say except for until next time. We'll smell you at the.